Wednesday morning, Handle the Morning True and the Morning Crew. Uh, the big stories we are covering this morning, and they are huge, is uh, the three Korean Americans who have been in jail in North Korea have been released. They're on the way home with uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and uh, arrive uh, 11 o'clock tonight in uh, Washington, Andrews Air Force Base. Also, uh, the aftermath of uh, the president announcing the U.S. withdrawal from the Iran nuclear deal, that's just panning out. Not, You know, it's strangely enough, not that big a deal. And we've talked about that before. All right. Now, it's time for uh, Dean Sharp and the House Whisper segment. And it's brought to you by Sunlux, the official solar company of home. Dean, actually, not only the show home, but Dean's home. My home. And my brought home. to you by my home. That's right. For the best value in solar, dial pound 250 and say Sunlux. All right, uh, Dean, before we start. I uh, have an announcement. Please. The KFI Mixer at the OUE uh, Sky Space with KFI On Air host. Donate now to help the American Red Cross Initiative get prepared California. You and a guest. We'll mix and mingle with the KFI crew for an exclusive evening at the beautiful OUE Skyspace. That is the building that was destroyed a few years ago by aliens. It's been rebuilt now. In Los Angeles, enjoy cocktails, appetizers from a thousand feet up in the air, uh, and uh, enjoy the city in the iconic U.S. Bank Tower. We have limited tickets. Get them before they're gone. For more details, log on to KFIAM640.com. Search Mixer. All right, back we go. Now. Uh, Dean? Yes, sir. Uh, a couple of uh, what appear to be names that are interchangeable, but that are not. Uh, for example, when dealing with a house, uh, luxury and custom seem to be about the same. Yet they are not. They are not. And there are uh, sacred places and uh, not-so-sacred places, spiritual spaces in your house. Yes, uh, Which seems to be about the same kumbaya you know, let's all it's hug together not, and not. put some That's incense candles out there. I knew you were going to go there. That's where I do go. It's fine. It's okay. I just, I but don't like candles. Uh, you don't have to. I thank here's, you. So here's the deal. Yes. This Sunday show, it's Mother's Day, by yep, the way. Yeah, it is. Which is, uh, it's not the main reason I wanted to do this this week, but it's a good enough reason. I want to teach everybody about sacred spaces inside their home. And when I say sacred spaces... I'm not talking religious. No. Okay? I don't care if you're an agnostic, an atheist. I get it. No, it's sacred. It's like in my house. In the the sense. The inside of my refrigerator is is a sacred place. Okay, now we're going to talk about this if we've got a chance. Uh, You've got a couple of sacred spaces in your house. I know. I have my bathroom. I've been your bathroom. And the kitchen. uh, The theater. The theater. Yeah. Okay. So what we're talking about. The The the, media room. It's not really a theater theater. It's It's a room that has a TV in it. Well, it's more than TV. It's a, it's a, That's a nice room. Okay. And here's the thing. The word sacred, ultimately at its root, it means set apart. It's something that is set apart. In, a, in the hierarchy of things that are important, sacred things have their place. And there are ways that we interact with those, those spaces. That's why they, I call them sacred spaces, because they really are. If we really talk about home kind of being the high temple of the human experience— we talk about home and all that home means, really, really means, then within that circle, just like the old tabernacle in the wilderness, within the outer ring, there's an inner court, and then there's the holy of holies. There's that place where each of us go to do whatever it is that we're doing. It doesn't have to be the candles and the incense. It doesn't mean it's a meditation spot. It means, though, that it's a place in your home where you Take a break and you get to be most 
you. And where this gets really practical is people come up to me all the time. They say, listen, I got limited funds. I want to do something to my home. Where should I spend them? And if they're not moving soon, if they're not having to deal with a chronic structural issue with the house, like something's really wrong and needs to be repaired. If we're talking about disposable remodel income, and it is remodel season right now, so this is very apt, um, then where I direct them to is I ask them this question. I said, well, let's talk about the most sacred spaces that you utilize in the home because where I want you to spend your remodel money is essentially on the ROI of your experience of the house. And you know, that's where we center in. Now, for some reason, and this is uh, just fascinating and, and it's serendipitous, uh, I was thinking this morning, knowing you were going to have come on the show and I didn't know what we were going to talk about. And that is, uh, whenever I think about you coming on, of course, remodeling and building, et cetera, I talk, and I think I talked to you about this, and that is, uh, if I had to redo my house, and I do this with Marjorie, what mistakes did we make? Uh, and there's more than a few. The first time you build a house, you need about five houses down the road. It does take Be- some practice. Yeah, before yep. you get really what you want. And one of the things I thought about was uh, we had no business putting bathtubs into all the bathrooms. None. Because no one uses a bathtub. We should have had one room somewhere in the middle of the house where the bedrooms are. With the bathtub. It would be a bathtub room. So people who take baths, and that is... Taking a bath is much more of a spiritual experience than taking a shower. Unless you're a young family, then it's a necessity. That's why most houses these days, we say, have a bathroom somewhere. Because but if you're going to sell to a young family, right. there's junior has to take but a bath one, somewhere. But one place. That's all you need is one. And a place for uh, a place for uh, uh, candles and yeah. incense. Right. And, Unless uh, that bath yeah. is one of your sacred right. spaces. And uh, Marjorie tried that once. Uh, and? And... Or, and here yeah, we, here we it, go. It, no, it's true. Yeah. Put candles and incense and said, Bill, come take a bath with me. I just started laughing. I mean, literally. I thought it was a comedy routine. <laughs> the bubble bath is totally my sacred spot. Yeah, there you go. JJ, see, I, I sent out a little email earlier this week. I was just polling everybody. JJ's, that's, it's all about that. And a, t- and a TV and watching what? <laughs> the what? Golden Girls. Well, there you go. <laughs> or I love watching Food but Network. It really, but it really is your sacred that's, place, isn't Scott it? Scott doesn't that's disturb me goes. when I'm up there. I go through my recipes. I mean, that's my thing. All right. We'll be uh, back in just a moment uh, and finish this up. See, this turned out to be a, just a great where I actually connected to, oh, I never thought I would connect to quote sacred. Honestly, spaces. I thought it was. I would, thought I was going to have to sell it pretty hard. <laughs> I really did. We'll be right back uh, <laughs> with Dean Sharp, the House Whisperer, KFI AM six. Sacred space. All right, uh, KFI handle here and uh, the morning crew. As uh, we finish uh, the show, uh, the big stories that we're covering, the biggest ones, the three uh, Korean Americans who are kept in jail in North Korea, on their way home right now with Mike Pompeo, the Secretary of State. All right. Uh, we've got Dean Sharp, the House Whisperer. Dean is heard every single uh, Sunday from 9 to 11 o'clock. And don't forget the uh, podcasts, which are in and of themselves uh, primers is what they are. They are uh, it's like an two entire, hour. It's an entire home renovation terrific. archive yeah. library. Yeah, I think it's probably the most valuable archive that we have here on the show. Okay, uh, let's finish up with sacred spaces. We talked a little bit about that. Or we talked a lot about that in the last segment. You know, go to the podcast if you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, what is What are sacred pa- uh, spaces? And let's talk about physically creating them and what it's about. Okay, so a, a sacred space 
some people ask, you know, what does it look like? And the truth is it could be anything. It could be anything. Your sacred space, it's the home theater. It's the water closet in your bathroom where where uh, you spend time with books. It can be the bathtub. It can be active, like the garden or the workshop for some people. Yeah, well, it I, can be really passive. Like the Japanese garden with gurgling waters, and as soon as you hear it, you have to pee. Yeah, but it can also be very active, active like gardening. Oh, I got that it. Okay, be, you know, in other words, you can be out there sweating got in it. your sacred space. Never thought of you that. You could be, okay. you could be breathing in sawdust and getting splinters in your hand in your sacred space, uh, or you could just be sitting quietly, you know, under a lamp reading a book. So they share certain characteristics, although they can look radically different. Here are the characteristics that all sacred spaces share. Number one. You can't use the word sacred unless you, you are talking about ritual. And this is really important, ritual. And by that, I just mean something important that is repeated again and again and again. It's not really your sacred space if you don't go back to it you know, every other day, every day, every night, every morning, whatever it is. I have my rituals. Uh, people who follow our uh, Facebook will see me sitting out by the fire pit most mornings. Get up at 5 o'clock, make the coffee, feed the dogs. By the time the coffee's done, fire pit is lit, unless it's just unbearably hot outside. And I'm sitting before the sun comes up, sitting by the fire pit, have my hour of just kind of chill, getting ready for the day, whatever that is. It is a ritual. Uh, sacred space is something that, uh, a place where we do something meaningful, some important expression of you. It's meditative, not in the sense of like put the grape in your navel. And, uh, and sit in the lotus position, but it's meditative in the sense that it shifts your gears from whatever you normally are thinking about, and it engages you in something else. So, for instance, when you and Marjorie sit down in the media room to watch a film. Oh, no, that's, no, come on, that's it's sacred. A, it's, you know, sacred is being by yourself, no, 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 not no. with Marjorie. No, but I'm serious. I, as much as I make fun of it, I'll, I'll tell you, it just occurred to me, my sacred space, is, le legitimately is. now, Sunday morning, downstairs, I wake up early, the whole house is asleep, I go get the paper. I get the uh, the Sunday Times. I get my cup of coffee. I'll throw a bagel in the toaster, and I will sit there for an hour, hour and a half. And that is you are you are a deeply spiritual person. Uh, well, I like bagels, and I like the paper. So uh, <laughs> see, that's what I'm telling. And I about. like being alone. But that is, I'm, I mean, you're right. I mean, okay. it never even occurred to me that that was a sacred space for me. And so here's another characteristic that you're modeling for us, and that is uh, your sacred space is a place where you're alert. Okay, not asleep. A sacred space is not nap time. It's when you're restful, but alert. So you're sitting there, you're relaxing, you're enjoying, you're letting Are down. Are you usually by yourself? But usually. Okay. Usually. Um, and then finally, a sacred space is restorative. So whether you're being stationary, like reading in the bath, or active, like gardening, whatever it is, it, it rebuilds you. It just rebuilds you, and you know that. So the key is this. How do you create those sacred spaces? Well, first of all, you take your time with them, like you were saying about home building. You take your time with them because these things tend to evolve. So you just kind of track yourself. How am I interacting with this space? How can I make my ritual in this place a little bit better? Um, you, you, so you start to be aware of your ritual behavior. It's a really good idea in your space, no matter what it is, that you declutter it, that you eliminate distractions. And that's so that you can create focus on the thing you actually want to focus on. So you probably don't have the TV on while you're reading the paper on Sunday no, morning, no. right? No, but I do look at the poster of Vishnu. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Uh, and you want to, and, and part of this of eliminating distractions and focusing is you want to enhance, and this is an architectural concept, the hierarchy 
of priorities. Okay, explain that. All good art presents itself in a hierarchy of importance. In other words, anytime you look at the Mona Lisa, everybody who has ever looked at the Mona Lisa has always looked at the same point on the Mona Lisa first. Okay. You are captivated by her face, her smile. But then it's always you, a smile. Then secondly, you move down to her hands. Right. And then third, it kind of lets you go and you start looking at what's behind you. That's because built into that painting is a hierarchy of, of importance. And so in your sacred space, whatever that is, you want to control that environment so that the most important thing right up front and then secondarily this and that and the next thing. So it's designing a sense of hierarchy so there aren't that many things to look at all at once and do. Do and, you build when you're when you're remodeling, do you build it or does it happen uh, you don't even know where it is until you discover it? Well, one of the things that kind of sets me apart i guess in in my distinctiveness as a designer is the enormous amount of time and energy i particularly spend with a client trying to figure out i always talk about their story i am trying to figure out where it is that they're going to spend their space and i design to now it. you had one last thought before i interrupted you oh the last thought is just uh and, and these are kind of no-brainers but you don't necessarily think in these terms when you're remodeling and that is as you are designing your sacred space, you engage all the senses. So you think about sight, what you're seeing, sound, what you're hearing, uh, what you're smelling, the coffee, what you're tasting, what you're touching as all of this is going on. The whole sensory thing, because that is part of what the uh, environment around you kind of sets yeah. you up for Did I miss the part where you told Dean that your sacred space is your bathroom with a library in that's, it? That's one of my sacred places. That is one. I've seen yeah. it. Yeah. I've been there. That's so true. I have we're been not to the really, Holy of Holies. That's true. We're not really in, concerned with all our senses when we're in Handel's actually, sacred space. Actually, well, you'd be surprised. We would probably shut down some of our senses <laughs> right. while we're in that space. Yeah, right. but it really is. For, for Bill? I, I have a couple of them. That's true. And then there's a whole history behind it. Legitimately. Uh, but I don't want to get into that because uh, I spent enough time with my therapist talking about that stuff. All right.